welcome back to episode five of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Brooklyn View Photography, and I'm so excited to have you here. Tea with Janae is where we talk about all things related to wedding photography and working inside the wedding industry. This week's episode is really amazing. We're chatting with my good friend, Stephanie Booth from The Successful Creative. We talk about changing your mindset and investing in yourself to grow your business. It's a really interesting topic and Stephanie's advice has helped me in my own business and I thought she'd be a great person to help you guys and give you some good advice. Stephanie is a nationally published wedding photographer and business growth strategist for creatives, specializing in mindset work and the marketing strategy. When she's not running her beloved masterminds or working with her private coaching clients, you can find her playing with her baby boy, walking her pup, or trying to figure out how to make cereal milk lattes. I think you're really going to love this episode, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. We're back. I've got Stephanie here. Say hi. Hi, guys. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you so much for doing this. Absolutely. It's such a pleasure. I know. Well, Stephanie and I have a little bit of history. We met through an Instagram pod and became friends (laughs) after that. And uh, it was so funny. I, I didn't really know a lot of people. I sort of hit it off, which is so great. Yes. (laughs) And if you guys listening don't know what an Instagram pod is, it's like a group of people that comment and like on posts sort of to up your engagement. But I don't really think it works that much well, (laughs) but it's good for the the friendly part. Yes. I was going to say, if anything, we became friends from it and that's that made it all worth it. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. A hundred percent. Agree. hundred percent. So Stephanie is a wedding photographer and she's also a business coach. And, uh, that's why she's here today to talk really about the business side of thing and her coaching and what a business coach is. And for people listening sort of to understand more about that, because I feel like this is sort of like a hot topic where people, might not know what to invest their money in and they're done with workshops and, you know, looking in introvertedly to say, you know, what can I do for myself to help my business grow? And Stephanie really helped me and I wanted to have her share her story and help you guys. So let's, let's start off with introducing yourself and telling everybody a little about you and how you became a photographer and now a business coach. Yay. Okay. Well, thank you for the intro, Janae. I'm so so grateful that we've connected and we've been able to grow a friendship over the past year. Um, so my story started back six years ago in 2012. I was a fifth grade teacher and I was getting married to the man of my dreams. And somewhere in the wedding planning process, I was trying to figure out where garbage cans were going to be located in my wedding venue. <laughs> and he was like slipping in logos into like my venue layouts and asking me to pick logos and names for this business. And I was just like, yeah, 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 here, this one, this one. Well, that became, um, 
our six-figure wedding photography business, Booth Photographics, and I had no idea what it was about to become. Um, And what I found over the next few years was that I had to go through a complete personal transformation in order to understand how to make the success happen again that I kind of stumbled into by accident. So Mm -hmm. what I mean by that is the first few years of our business, I just thought I was helping Steven. So I would just kind of like pick up his messes or, you know, answer his emails or um, second shoot if he wanted me to. He had been training me for several years at that point. And I just kind of thought I can hide behind him. I can make him look good. And I'm comfortable with that. Well, in about 2015, I, I was still teaching up until this Mm -hmm. point. And we had a big year in 2015, our first six figure year. And I, I I was pretty clueless at that point. I just knew we were booking weddings and getting published where I wanted us to get published. And I thought every, I thought those were the most important things. Not really. (laughs) So, (laughs) so Were, were you shooting at this time with Steven? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So I began shooting in the spring of 2013 and have been shooting with him um, ever since. Mm -hmm. So 2015, I lost my teaching job. I was working under a grant. So the grant was not renewed. And I got a call about five days before the school year started saying, hey, I'm sorry, we no longer have the grant program. Let me know if you need a reference. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Wait, what? So yeah, I... I decided, don't let the door hit you. I know. Oh, I, way out. Oh I my gosh. I had a hunch about it too. So like, if you have intuition about something, trust it. There's a reason. <laughs> so in January of 2015, I totally had this hunch that this was going to happen. And I started saving money. So I had my income saved for eight months, which was the amount of time between our final wedding payment and our next season's income beginning. So I was covered, but it was still a surprise. And I made the decision at that point to go full-time into our business. Well, (laughs) that kind of popped open a Pandora's box for me. I didn't realize that business is probably 99% mindset. And I did not have a mindset that sustained the growth we had experienced. So heading into our biggest year yet, 2016, I ran our business right into the ground. I had no idea that I was doing it, but I was terrified to do anything wrong. So because I was terrified to do anything wrong, I refused to do anything I was unfamiliar with. And that risk aversion led to an eight month period where I had zero uh, bookings. And by December of that year, I was completely clueless as to like where my next paycheck was coming from because I was so scared. I like, I wouldn't write a blog post because I was scared that Steven would see it and um, ask me a question about it. And I would feel like my writing was bad. Heads up. People aren't reading your writing. <laughs> They're scanning. <laughs> They're scanning things. They're not reading. Yeah. Scamming. Yeah. Exactly. So I just let fear completely take things over. I went through, it took, for me, it took a series of devastating circumstances to turn that around. It doesn't need to be that way for everyone though. So I'll share just a brief synopsis of what I went through in like a six week timeframe. Mm -hmm. But 
you don't have to have that same thing happen to you. You don't have to go through like personal difficulties in order to change your whole mindset. Um, so what happened with, uh, for in my life, I kind of view my life in a bunch of different buckets. I have my business life, my personal life, body image, friendships, community. Um, and in each of those buckets, something devastating happened that felt like I could no longer put my identity in that bucket. And I had my identity kind of neatly wrapped up into each of these buckets. And then I found I no longer, all the buckets had been turned upside down and I was laying on the floor going, Oh, I don't, I don't really know who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I realized that I had run our business right into the ground because of, I was that scared. Um, I then lost a baby and Mm. then I lost a huge multiple five figure business deal and I lost a dear friendship. So it was just, I mean, right in a quick amount of time, it was just thing after thing after thing. And every time I thought, oh, it's okay. I'm still safe. I have my identity over in this bucket over here. That bucket would turn upside down. And I thought, I have nothing left. I don't know who I am. Well, that gave me this beautiful gift. And this does relate to business. But that gave me this beautiful gift of being able to rebuild and realizing that fear had dictated my safety until this point and I it didn't need to anymore so Mm -hmm. I began learning how to rebuild myself from the inside out and that translated into immediate and exponential business growth and then I began to grow my business quickly and completely by myself for the first time ever so I was able to book out our wedding photography calendar single-handedly in three or four months time Wow. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, when you work from the inside out like that, the, the growth happens so quickly. It's just, it can take your breath away. You have to like be prepared for that kind of growth. Um, then from there, I was able to start additional brands and monetize them and triple their revenue in that same amount of time. And then I, I was in the process of examining what's my bigger purpose because this business that we have, that was Stevens. What was I put on this earth to do? Mm-hmm. And as I stepped back and looked at that, I realized it's connecting with people. It's encouraging and supporting them. It's strategizing and making a way for them to also live their purpose. And I began coaching other business owners who were walking a similar path to myself. So I, I do both. I photograph weddings and I coach creative entrepreneurs, a lot of wedding photographers, wedding planners, um, makers, people like that to double their sales averages simply by doing the mindset work, by going inside and working from the inside out. So that's what I do. Um, I, I love this work. I love connecting with other creatives like yourself and Mm -hmm. finding out what is it that you're passionate about? What is, where, where are you really feeling tender for what you do and how can we let you live in that and not let you get distracted by all the things that need to get done, but don't need to get done by you. Right. No, it's incredible. That's such an amazing journey. (laughs) How it turned around 
from really rock bottom yeah. to to coming up and and now you have a healthy baby boy yes. like you just like everything you know yes experience. i forgot to mention that we do. yeah you have a yeah ansel's the cutest yeah. <laughs> i mean I, I kind of agree <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean that i just it's so inspiring mm-hmm. and even with the the coaching that you've done for me mm-hmm. like i I think I mentioned this a couple of months ago, but like my booking rate, like just went through the roof That's where, amazing. yeah, I was just booking, you know, meeting their needs, answering their mm-hmm. questions before they even had them mm-hmm. and just booking client after client. And I'm like, wow, this is incredible when you just, I think my, your mindset and, mm-hmm. you know, it's just when you get in the right space can really, really help you. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think, you know, I think most people are nervous about investing in a business coach mm-hmm. and, I wanted to get your opinion and like maybe you can explain more about what you do and the services you provide specifically for wedding photographers. Yes. Yeah. I'm happy to. And I'm so happy to know that you're, you're booking people with ease and confidence just because like you deserve to, your work is stunning. It's gorgeous. And I know your heart behind that is to serve your clients with grace and confidence. And I just, it makes me happy to know that your business is thriving the way it deserves to. So yay. High five. Yay. You. Thank you. Thank you. High five. Yay. <laughs> um, praise hands emojis actually. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I'll text it to you. So business coaching, I, I work cr- with creatives and our goals are to um, hone in on what their big vision is and then get them figure out what's getting them stuck between where they are and where their big vision is and then move them through those things to their big vision. So before we even talk about like what that means, I do want to first talk to the person who is probably feeling a little gun shy about investing Mm -hmm. into their business education Um, because that's the most common like roadblock I that I hear from people is like, I don't know what to do. This seems like a big investment, different, different things that show me that they're maybe a little gun shy about the ticket cost. Right. So, and it's also not something that's tangible. Like if you were to invest in a workshop Mm -hmm. where like, you know, you have a day, you know, you're going to take pictures, you know, you're going to get an end product, but with a business coach, it's more, you know, I don't know what the word is, but you invest in yourself, mm-hmm. which will thus, you know, bring more, pro- you know, more growth other in other ways. Yeah. So you are investing from a place of needing to determine a return on your investment. You're, mm-hmm. you're investing from a place of not already having what you need and determining how you're going to make that back. So none of my clients come to me going, okay, I have five, six, seven grand in the bank, ready to go for business coaching or a mastermind, they're going, I know this is what I need. I just don't know how to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And we work together from there to determine. And I mean, that's the, like, that's the homework I give my clients before they even book with me is, okay, what does it take for you to make that back? And where are you going ultimately? Because if you're going somewhere big, then this is, this investment is going to be a drop in the bucket compared to the amount that you're making. So let's first talk to the people who are nervous about um, their business education in general. The reality is you're anyone in a professional role is investing into ongoing business education. 
So hairdressers, teachers, lawyers, anyone is needing to fulfill ongoing educational credits in order to maintain their licensing. Um, you know, hairdressers need to go to conferences, need to get education from certain professional board organizations in order to maintain their licensing. Teachers, same thing. That's what I had to do. Anytime there was in-service, I had to get ongoing professional training credits. It's, we need to have that same mindset about entrepreneurial life. Mm-hmm. Ongoing business education is just essential. And so that leads us to the next common block, which is how do I invest my money? So think of it this way. First of all, the only, do you like your financial situation right now? And if the answer is no, or it's okay, I can be content, but I'd like more. Mm -hmm. Think of it this way. The only, only way to change your financial future is to invest in it. Right. You can't have a financial future with it by ignoring it. Right. So how do you spend, how do you spend your money on your business education? Um, I think most photographers immediately kind of glom onto workshops and styled shoots because there is, like you said, there is that tangible result. They get images, they're getting to talk to a physical person in person, and they know that they'll have, and I think that most people go into workshops telling me I wanted to get these images from a person who gets featured and do what they do, get the, get the portfolio and get featured. And then therefore get the high demand work, high end weddings in coveted destinations. And then when it doesn't work out for them, they're confused. But the reality is, though, they don't know what to do with the images. And the one thing that they can do or they know to do is really an uphill battle, which is getting things featured on blogs. Is it is it really important? Yeah, it's super important. But is it the only thing you can do with those images? Absolutely not. And knowing what to do with them, that's where you should spend your money. Right. So make the pretty images, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I would be very strategic about how you spend money on workshops and um, styled shoots because the ROI is in what you do with the end result. So, right. So then, yeah, I think it's also sort of like a false pretense because, you know, you are with other people, let's say 15, 16 other people, Mm -hmm. and you're all going to have the same thing. So it's not original. Exactly. And and you're not going to, I don't know how to say it, like be different from everybody else if you're doing the same thing. So it's like a false pretense of popularity because you won't, you're not going to get popular that way or hire, people are going to hire you because once it's also like a, just doing a disservice sort of to the people hiring you Mm -hmm. because you paid for that setup. Like it's not a real wedding. Like it's good for learning shooting technique and getting business advice in person. But I think long-term, you know, investment, your money could be used differently, if that makes sense. Like if you're just starting yeah. out and you need to know how to shoot, totally go. Yes. Like that's how you do it. Yes. But I think after you've gone a couple of times, like you have to look other places. You have to, you have to step back and determine why am I still going to this? And right. the people I work with, they have invested into workshops probably fairly extensively, simply out of a mindset issue. And that mindset issue is they don't inherently understand or own their value 
And so they think that the next thing that they spend their money on will give them value. And Mm -hmm. that is the problem. Because the more you think that you don't have the value, the more you're attracting in things that don't give you value. And the more you do that, the more you're going to mirror a behavior that your clients are going to then say the same things back to you. Like, I can't afford you. I don't understand why I should spend the money on you. If you're hearing that from your clients, it started with you. Mm -hmm. So pause on the workshops or assess, do you really need a workshop or a style shoot and instead work with a business coach? I know a girl (laughs) and (laughs) look for somebody who works on the mindset first, who works on removing scarcity and fear from your whole business approach and allows you to step into your confidence, own your value, and then create a marketing strategy that begins attracting business with ease and effortlessness. That's what you really need in no matter the business you're in, but especially with wedding photographers who often feel like they need to shout from the rooftops in order to be seen, in order to be valued, in order to be paid. That's the problem. You're starting, Mm -hmm. you're starting. It's a, it's a, what is it? Horse and cart situation. You're putting the horse before the cart. Yeah, that. (laughs) You're putting the horse before the cart. You need to switch things around and know that you have the value first. Right. So that's what I work with my clients on. I start them on a mindset routine, specific tangible actions that lead to specific tangible results. And those results, once we start seeing those results, as we're trusting the process, we then move into marketing strategy. And that marketing strategy comes so much easier that it leads to pretty significant results in their business, um, doubling their sales average. So doubling the amount people on average spend with you for each wedding. I mean, that's huge. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. God. (laughs) So that's what I do. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And you do that for wedding photographers. Yeah, absolutely. Incredible. Wedding photographers. So I think for this. Yeah, they do and other creatives and stuff, which is awesome. So I think, you know, one of the best things that I learned from you and I took your free uh, seminar Mm -hmm. um, was learning and creating my own value statement. And I feel like once I was able to define that clearly and articulately, like when I was speaking to someone, like I just didn't get any more pushback because I was clearly telling them why I was valuable and why they should Mm -hmm. hire me. Um, It took a while for me to figure it out, Mm -hmm. but I was hoping that you could explain like what a value statement is Mm -hmm. and like maybe how someone can do it for themselves. Yes. Okay. So a value statement is, oh man, it's such a game changer. Um, I know. Here's the thing. People are just, they're spending so much time looking for the right photographer. The reality is Mm -hmm. it's a saturated market and you're, you're just not like this person that they're going to find and be like, Oh my word, this is it. There's a chance that you need to stand out in a crowd. And Mm -hmm. if you're equipped to do that, the likelihood of people magnetically finding you and having that kind of a moment increases so much. So Mm -hmm. what's a value statement? A value statement is, um, a succinct statement that quickly and clearly tells people what you do and who you do it for. 
Um, and the power of in the value statement is in the fact that it allows people to filter really quickly. So say a couple is looking at wedding photographers, they might bounce onto style me pretty, find someone which um, is in their area and they might find three to four people in their area and determine they're going to reach out to all of them or check out their websites. Mm-hmm. So they're going to check out your website. And the reality is statistics show that people spend an average of what, three to five seconds on a landing page before they make their, before they decide what their next move is. And their next move is one of two things, go further down the rabbit hole and, you know, get lost looking at your beautiful images and reading your bio and checking your blog or bouncing off your site. Mm -hmm. The value statement decides what they do next because in the three seconds, they should be able to pass a grunt test that says, do you know what this person does? And do you know if they do it for you? Right. And they should be able to grunt. Yes. So uh, here's a simple way to create your own value statement. Simply just start listing out and you can iterate this as much as you want. There's not it might feel a little wonky at first. So just rewrite it a bunch of times. Janae, I think you said you, you tested things out and tried things until it felt good. Yeah. Until I could say it. Yeah. Uh, without stumbling. Yeah, exactly. Like where if it, where it felt really honest and I was using mm-hmm. my own words and I could, it, it sounded, it's, it's my statement because it sounds like me. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So it does take, it's like, um, going through puberty there's like a little awkward phase where like you try things and then you're like oh that was kind of weird yeah (laughs) there's no such thing as failure there's only learning experiences so even if something like is a little embarrassing or makes you feel weird you can just step back and go okay what did I learn from that like I'm a stronger person I learned some valuable lessons it's all good right so um your value statement there are two forms of this there's like the the short form and the long form and the short form needs to be something right on your website landing page. It needs to tell people what you do, who you do it for. And this is the kicker. You need to describe the transformation that they're going to experience in working with you. Because here's what most wedding photographers miss that. I think if you start implementing this, it's going to change the game for you. Most wedding photographers miss that you are the Yoda to the Luke, to them as Luke Skywalker. They're the hero of the story. They're mm-hmm. the hero. You are guiding them to their hero moment, their transformation. So if you can showcase how you tra- help transform people, how you guide people, and what that result is, people are going to go, oh my word, I want that. And they're going to Mm -hmm. click, they're going to click on now. So your value statement, what you do, who you do it for and the transformation, then the long form needs to add in this question. Why should I book you and not somebody else? Mm -hmm. That is where you can differentiate yourself. And it's not from a place of competition or fear. It's simply from a place of confident ownership of your value. Yeah, I think it, it. Yeah, it's definitely from a place of confidence. It's not no ego is involved. Exactly. Like, you should hire me because X, Y, and Z. And I know for myself, mm-hmm. it's like, well, I've been doing this for 
almost nine years you're going into well ninth season eight years mm-hmm. and it's like you know what I have experience like yeah. that is that and that for me was like a light bulb moment where I said oh my gosh like I can shoot in anything yeah. yes. <laughs> and, and be co- and be confident that I'm going to deliver a quality, great product because I have, I mean, literally, because I hurricane, care. <laughs> yeah, because I care and I can, yes. you know, it's just someone just starting out maybe hasn't shot in a hurricane or taken a Cessna to <laughs> yes. Nantucket to be there on time. Like, you know, there are different things that, you know, happen. I mean, Girl, you we really might... have done it all. <laughs> oh, pretty much. Yeah. So, you know, it's just like that for me is a different, you know, can make me more appealing and more valuable to to somebody who wants to hire me. Exactly. And I think if you're using the language that they're thinking in their head, but maybe a little too scared to say because they don't want to like offend you or make you feel bad. If you can just get that out into the open as you're talking with them, they're going to start feeling like she reads my mind. And the more that you have that kind of trust factor built up, even before they book with you, the more quickly you're going to book people who care about you, who trust you, and who want what you do and what you do best. So that's where answering that kind of a question is just so such a game changer. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I think, you know, as a wedding, you know, and you probably get this too, like people ask you on the phone because mm -hmm. then, or they email you like, because the not told them to ask, (laughs) like, what makes you different? You know, Mm -hmm. what makes you, what is your, what makes you different from everybody else? But when you have your value statement, you can easily, you know, tell it to them and, you know, a minute Mm -hmm. and then you've answered all their questions and they're like, oh yeah, that's awesome. Exactly. Yeah, so I think it's such a powerful tool and, and that was such a great, a great thing I learned. So Yay. thank you so much. Absolutely. <laughs> everyone needs so, to do this. <laughs> yeah, no, they, everyone needs to go, you know, when they're done listening, they need to write down their value statement yeah. and, and, uh, and get it, you know, to a place where they're comfortable saying it and feeling confident about it. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> So let's talk about money for a minute, because I feel like this is something people don't talk about mm. when they're business owners. You know, it's all about like Instagram and where I'm going oh, yes. and, <laughs> and like, I'm going to Italy next week. Like, okay. That's, that's awesome. But if you don't have any money, you're not going to be in business for very exactly. long. It's very and, true. you know, most small businesses fail in the first five years. You know, I'm very lucky and grateful to be in business eight years going into nine mm. and, you know, I think what we can talk about, you know, as a business coach is how can we better prepare ourselves to be successful? Yes. So, I mean, you really hit the nail on the head. Most people are, again, they're attaching their value to the way things look, but they don't have something that feels good on the inside. So they think that if they showcase something, it will then validate them. And it just, the universe doesn't work that way. So... Mm -hmm knowing how to run your business, how to market your business, how to create your own financial success is absolutely key. So financial success is 99% mindset. Um, And let me just quickly share an example of what I mean by that. In the past two months, I started a mindset routine. I teach this to all my clients And this creates significant gains in their businesses. Um, Because of my mindset routine, I've paid off over $20,000 in debt in the past two months. Wow. Broke six figures while cutting my wedding photography business in half again. 
And all of that is simply by this mindset manifestation routine. So mindset is key. Like if you want to run a successful business, start there. Is it the only thing? No, because mindset work does lead to the law of attraction leads to the law of inspired action. So it then should prompt you to take strategic action in your business. So if mindset work does scare you, because some people just, it's unfamiliar territory for them and it feels a little uncomfortable for them to consider. So if that's you, it's okay. Um, or you just need a minute to process what that, what that kind of work means for you. Um, I do have a practical tool to help you get started. If you are looking to have your first six-figure year in business, um, I do have a tool for you. That is a six-figure year worksheet. And this is, yes. So this is actually what I've used once I kind of picked myself up off the ground and realized I, what I wanted to do with my business, which was work less and make more. (laughs) I wanted to book. Who doesn't? Yeah. Smarter, not harder. Exactly. Exactly. So I made this worksheet. This is what I brought myself through. This is what has helped me cut back on my weddings, focus on really investing into each client with love and intention, Mm -hmm. and therefore make break six figures and not just break six figures, but do it early in the year. And not, um, I wasn't waiting until December to do this. So this, um, I have a training that goes along with it and the the worksheet itself. So you should be able to know how to use this and get started on your six figure year. Basically you want to set yourself up to, I would, for the person, let me back up for the person who is starting to make their first money goals. I would start by creating a monthly quota for yourself and determine how much do I need to make? Like what's the bare minimum I need to make this month? Mm -hmm. And then from there, I would start building on that. I would have an end goal in mind, a yearly goal that you want. But sometimes when you break down that yearly goal and it looks like $8,334 a month and you are just starting and you you think, okay, I would need to book a million weddings in order to get that number each month. how is this possible? Start smaller and have patience. The mindset work will come into play here. When you have patience knowing this is where I am, but I'm growing and I know exactly where I'm going, it's going to happen fast. So I would start with a monthly quota. This is how I started with myself. I listed out all my cost of goods, my expenses, and then my income included into that. So my paycheck, and that was my bare minimum. How much do I need in order to make things work? Then from there, I started adding on and then I gamified it. How can I have fun bringing this money in? What feels really fun? Where are these people? How can I connect with them? And I started going from there and it got, and how, how awesome is it to work from a place of having fun? Like that's right. So that's that's what I started doing. I did use this worksheet. This was really a concrete. Oh, Oh, wait, say it again. I just lost you. Oh yeah. Um, so this is the worksheet I used to give me something concrete to shoot towards. And that helped my growth as I was also behind the scenes doing the mindset work. That's awesome. So how can people find this? Yeah. So if you go to my Instagram bio, um, the successful creative on Instagram, 
that is where I will have a link in my bio for you to download um, that freebie. And that is free for just a limited time. This is like a, a little mini training. Um, and I'll make that available for you guys for free um, for podcast listeners for a little bit of time here. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, a little sneak peek in there. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, good. Absolutely. <laughs> so when we get to the, the epi- end of the episode, we'll give everyone your information. And it'll be in the show notes. So you guys don't have to freak out now that she didn't say it. <laughs> So that's so nice of you. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you so much, Stephanie. Yep. They're going to love that. Yes. Anything to help you be successful, you deserve to be. Oh, I love that. Gosh, so nice. <laughs> so so let's talk about um, you're a wedding photographer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what would be your top three tips for someone who's listening and, like, just starting out mm-hmm. um, or even, like, within the first three years of their business? You know, what should they invest in? that isn't branding or marketing or equipment? What would you suggest? Yes. Oh, this is such a good question. Can I, I'm actually dying to know, like, what did, I'm going to tell you what I invested into and what I would recommend to not to. Um, but I'm wondering what you, what did you do in those first three years? Oh gosh, that's a good question. I invested, I think in advertising, mm-hmm. um, like just spent a lot of money on oh, print ads. Yeah. And like, that was a waste. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. And I also bought too much equipment. Yes. I think, uh, you know, and that's also sort of trial and error. Like you don't really know yeah. what your style is sort of really, I took me year three was a very pivotal year for me. Same here. So yeah. Yeah. I think that's really like the magic number for a lot of photographers, mm-hmm. a lot of people where it's like, okay, I know my style. I figured it out. I know what equipment I need to make this happen. Yeah. And then I'm going to sell everything else. So I had bought like a tilt shift lens and all these flashes and like all of these things where at the end of the day, I was looking at pictures and saying, this isn't me. Like I don't relate to this. And then I found and fell back in love with film because I did in high school and college. And then I, you know, bought a contacts and invested in the right tools to make, to create the art that I had been dying to do. So once I, really got that first roll of film back for myself. Mm. I was like, I, it was like light bulb moments. Oh. Like the angels were singing, <laughs> the heavens opened up and I was like, this is, this is what I want to oh, do. Goodness. So I've always been a photographer, but when I found how to make my medium come to life, mm-hmm. like the right tools to do that, I was like, this is good. So for me, it was like wasting money in advertising mm-hmm. when, you know, I think it's, I, I have thoughts about this, but advertising <laughs> in the right places is really gonna be, give you the good ROI, yes. but you know, advertising like in the wrong places, is just, it's so painful yeah. like to watch the money go out of your bank account every month. And you're like, no one is finding me that way. <laughs> <There's crickets. laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then also just wasting money on equipment and you know, equipment is really expensive. It like, is. Yeah. Yeah. I think I said this before, but in a, in a IGTV story, it's like my uh, photography teacher said, welcome to photography, the land of ev- where everything costs $50, $500, or $5,000. Yeah. And I was like, it's totally <laughs> right. It's totally <laughs> right. Like, you can't walk out of B&H without, you know, $5,000 or $500 worth of equipment oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. under your shoulder. Yep. It's crazy. <laughs> it's the, so yeah. what? So So what about you? Yeah. Um, So in the first three years of our business, we did some similar things. I was focused on 
expanding our portfolio and getting us in front of people. But I kind of did it in some ways that just, it totally stinks when you try something and then realize nothing came of it. (laughs) So I invested our business money into some shootouts because I thought I don't need the training that they're offering. I do Mm -hmm. think the portfolio building is exactly what I need. And I don't have the time to put together the shoot myself. Win, win, win. Right. Right. And then I showed up and I realized I have to fight people to even get images. Now there are 16 people with these images and the style was not my style at all. It was, mm-hmm. it just wasn't a great investment. Um, so I had a few of those kind of misfires. And the reason there were misfires is because I was trying to be super cautious about the way I used our money. And so everything had to kind of fit in this like $500 or less bin. So I was like, okay, as long as it's $500 or less, or as long as it's $1,000 or less, when what I really needed was like, one pivotal experience that cost whatever it took. And that experience then led to me having the marketing skills to know how to then get people in front of my business, close mm-hmm. my calls and be, and know how to navigate pricing. So for me, that looked like one-to-one mentoring. And mm-hmm. I have to say, I talked about this with some clients just a few days ago. The way you spend your money is completely contingent on how you learn. So think back. How do you learn? Do you, there are three basic learning types, visual learning, auditory learning, and kinesthetic or like action-based learning. How do you best learn? And think about the social aspect of learning. Do you learn best when you're in a zone focused and no one's interrupting you and you don't even care about blocks because you're going to you're going to figure it out? Or do you like to learn and know that you have that person you can ask along the way and say, hey, I'm getting a little stuck. What should I do here? Or do you like to learn on your own and then know you have your people to cheer you on and celebrate with you as you make gains in your business? So identify those those learning styles. So your learning style and then your social style in your learning When you identify those, you're going to know a little more clearly where it's smart to spend your money on your business. Um, Do I think things like workshops are worth it? Not to the extent that people use them. I think that Mm -hmm. in your first few years, I think it would be better to hire a qualified stylist um, who does work that you love. Hire them to put the shoot together for just you and be willing to pay for it. Like there's, you don't have to get everything for free. You can, if you are strategic about the way you ask, yeah, you can get a lot for free. But I think that just don't make that your end goal. And you're going to get something original and fresh and things that publishers do want to feature. So that would be one thing I would invest into. I I love that idea. Yeah. I've never even heard of that before. It's perfect. I lost you for just a second. Oh, yeah. You're back. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're recording over the phone for people who are listening. That's why it's (laughs) happening. But, yeah, no, I think that's such a great um, idea. I've never heard of it. But, you know, I know plenty of stylists that, you know, if you're going to pay them to put the shoot together for you, that'd be great. And, you know, we actually know someone who does mentoring sessions like this where they set up 
um, private sessions mm-hmm. just for that person who's the men- mentee mm-hmm. and they get the, the images and they can, they can blog them and get them published that way. So yeah, that's, that's an excellent tip. I love it. Yeah. And I think the benefit there is that you have a say in the styling. So this mm-hmm. can be on brand for you. This can incorporate your, your branding colors, your branding, um, mood and aesthetic, like it can all be geared to you and to the client that wants what you do. And you, because you're paying someone, you do get to have a say. Yeah. You have a big say. Yeah. So I, that was something I did that was really helpful. Another Mm -hmm. thing that I did was invest into one-on-one mentoring. That was my first educational, like bigger investment. That was really, really pivotal because of that one-on-one investment we had more work so we did um some styled shoots that he designed just for us and then we were able to really get confident on our pricing and learn how to close our calls and curate things so that we were calling in the right people and learning what to do with them once they were there in front of us and Mm -hmm. that led to a 30 percent increase in our margin in our no not margins 30% increase in our average sale. Wow. So that was huge. Yeah. (laughs) We made that incredible two bookings. (laughs) So, wow. Yeah. So that was another investment that for me was really pivotal. And then the most powerful investments came when I removed the price tag and just said, I know what I need. I'm willing to pay whatever it takes. And those came in the form of one-on-one coaching and then joining a mastermind. So one-on-one coaching for me, um, I looked at, I chose my coach simply because I wanted what she had, Mm -hmm. but I didn't end up getting what she had because that wasn't my purpose all along, but it opened the doorway for me to grow exponentially and then start living my purpose. So I would say the benefit to that is I would do homework every week. And then I would have someone to check in with every week. And that person could kind of shape things kind of like when you're growing a garden and you like shape the plants and you, um, or like, like a topiary. Exactly. Or your eyebrows. If you're shaping your eyebrows. (laughs) (laughs) I love plucking my eyebrows. So So it's the same thing. The coach is the one who, when you, when you tell them what, what you want, they help you get the shape you want. They help you get the um, end result that you want. And the goal is that you leave with results. Right. So those tangible results. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You are so you feel, making yeah. more money. You are making the work that you want to make. You have more bookings and you know clearly how many bookings a month you want to get and how you're getting them. So that way when things happen, so like, Oh, Janae, do you remember when Style Me Pretty like closed and there was this hubbub about that and then it reopened and oh, yeah. people were in a panic, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. My not I wasn't in panic like per se myself yeah, because you knew. I know I knew how things are going. Mm-hmm. But other photographers, like they were losing their minds <laughs> because that that was the only place that people found them. Or yeah. that's the only place that they submitted to. And it's like, you need to diversify and think of other exactly. things. Yeah. yeah. Basically, you know, not to be too cliche, but you can't put all your eggs in one basket. Like you have to do a lot of things. It, you know, it's a lot of work being a small business owner. Yes. Like there's so many, like you said, buckets that you have to fill. Yeah. And 
you know, having people to help guide you and show you the way of like, what is the most important bucket to, to work on? Like, I think is so, so helpful. Exactly. You want somebody to look at your roadmap and then tell you where to zoom in on the roadmap. What is it you need? Do you need more? Do you need to submit more so that you get more publications to help boost your SEO and reach people in a one-to-many format? Do you need instead to be increasing your SEO through blogging? Do you need to be working on your referral marketing? Do you need to be working on creating affiliates for your brand? Do you need to be um, reaching out to people, getting vendor referrals? What is it you that you need to spend your time doing? And what tricks of the trade can you learn from someone by investing in them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This, this has been so amazing. Yay. And I thank you so much for, for everything. I feel like Again, people are going to have to listen to this twice <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to have to you know, get a notebook and sort of jot things down because there's just, I mean, we could talk about this forever, you know, but it just, there's, there's so much to learn. There's so many things that you guys can tangibly do to, to better your business. I mean, right from the beginning. Yes. So you don't have to wait to, to make sort of the mistakes that Stephanie and I have made yes. and like learn from them. Like, that's why we're here. We're, we're going to, we're sharing with you guys so you can, you know, get off on the right foot. Yeah. So Stephanie, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, let's tell everybody where and how they can find you. Yes. I am on Instagram, Facebook, and my website at the successful creative. My website is the successful my Instagram handle is the successful creative and on Facebook, I have a business page and a Facebook group. The business page is called um, successful creative and the group is called the successful creative tribe. I would definitely love for you to join the group and for you to start working on your business strategy surrounded by a group of people who get it and who are there to support you. Yes, 100%. And I'm going to put all this information in the show notes so you guys can easily click and join. Um, And I'm in the group too, so we can chat some more. And then also uh, we're going to put a link to the um, six-figure freebie in there as well. So just for you guys. So thank you so much. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Well, that's it, you guys. Hope you liked today's episode. I want to give a huge shout out and a big thank you to Stephanie. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge, and I hope she helps you the way that she's helped me. If you want to find out more about Stephanie and her services, you can visit thesuccessfulcreative.com. When you go there, you can sign up for her free six-figure course that she mentions in the show. If you want to see her photography work with her husband, you can visit boothphotographics.com. And don't forget to follow The Successful Creative on Instagram. I'll post all this information in the show notes, so don't worry about it if you didn't have a chance to write it down. Also, if you like today's show, I would love for you to leave us a review on whichever platform you're listening on. This will help new listeners find us, and we'd really appreciate your support. Do you love the podcast? I hope you do. When you guys sign up for listener support, you're basically buying me a new tea each month, which helps the podcast go. Your small donations add up and mean so much. Thank you so much for helping us out. Be sure to visit www.teawithjanae.com to read our latest blog posts and join our newsletter and our super fun Facebook group. Do you have a topic you want us to discuss or someone we should share a cup of tea with? 
email us at info at brooklynview.com and we can't wait to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening and can't wait to share our next cup of tea together. Bye. Thank you.